0: Jacksonville Jaguars Podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3.
1: Alright guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewer's Pizza. Brewer's Pizza is located at 14 Blanding Boulevard, Suite A. That's in Orange Park. Right before you get to Wells Road, going south, it's going to be on the right-hand side. Great pizza, great beer. Uh, We got JK3 and Corey here with me today. I'm Derek, and Nick Foles
0: is now our starting quarterback. Corey, Nick Foles? Really? Yeah, well I know it's a little controversial on social media, and I know you and I and uh, JK3 have differing opinions, a little bit, not too crazy, but I think the big contention is the money aspect of it. I think, in free agency and in the draft, all of these transactions are a gamble, and it's just a matter of like what level of risk you're taking, and with Nick Foles and JK3, was already arguing with me about this before we started recording, to me, he's proven, because he's a Super Bowl MVP, he won the big game, he can walk right into the locker room right away with a ring on his finger and get that respect, um, and he's come back from adversity, too, with his first stint um, with you know, Jeff Fisher. So I like the characteristics, I like the leadership component, I like the fact that he's considered to be uh, you know, a good guy, which is good for the locker room, I guess, and I'm sure they did their homework on it. The, the cost standpoint of it I'm fine with it because I feel like we're getting uh, a guy that's proven and it's a less risky transaction than uh than otherwise we could have done in the draft or, or you know whatever so'm I'm, I'm comfortable with it I think I'm okay with it
2: I am uh, I'm okay with it I, I'm okay with it also I just don't agree with the whole proven um you know thing I think right now I'm, what is proven
0: like super Bowl he hasn't is played proven. a
2: full season in the NFL. I know it's a ticky-tack checkmark box for me, you know, but I am, I am, I am stuck on my quarterback being uh, durable. That was one of the many, 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 or excuse me, that was one of the few things Blake Bortles did. Was you know him being uh, available for games, ready for games, and playing for him. Um, Foles just hasn't had the opportunity to lead a full team yet. I I, I agree. It's a it's a lot of money too, but. And I agree also with you coming in saying, you know, leadership aspect, having the Super Bowl ring on the finger, wanting to lead, won the accountability. Um, but I, am a little hesitant about him not playing a full season. Um, I'm also hesitant a little bit about the, um, the season with Jeff Fisher as, but I mean, he's a Rams the, or the, the Rams, uh, quarter, old quarterback coach, right? Or no, he was head coach. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm hesitant about that. But hey, they didn't have, uh, They didn't have any other options, in my
0: opinion. Derek, come on. Tell me that Proven is certainly defined as winning the Super Bowl and being the Super Bowl MVP. I don't care that he didn't play the entire season. That wasn't his. I mean, unless you're talking about the Rams seasons, that's fine. But his circumstances with Philadelphia, he made the absolute best of the circumstance that was in front of him. And that's all we can ask for when he comes to Jacksonville, I think.
1: Yeah, he did, and you know he he did he did really good when he got into the playoffs and they made that playoff run. Um, but can he do it for sixteen games? Yeah, he's had some uh, you know really good games and he's had some some tough ones too. But at the end of the day, man, he 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 did win. So it did right?
2: Malik Jackson. He,
1: but
0: that's true. That's true too. But, I mean, that's I look at is, this, What I, does that mean, though? Malik Jackson was good for the team, right? I mean, are you saying Malik Jackson didn't turn out well? I think he turned out. I'm not saying that at all. I'm
2: just saying a Super Bowl ring doesn't necessarily mean you come in with a Super Bowl ring and flashing in in front of 51 other guys and they all just whip into shape and start, you know, playing like they've never played before. I think there's more (laughs) things that that have to come into play and I think more things need to, you know, to, to, to to fall into place before you can win a Super Bowl ring. Granted, he won, he performed at the biggest time when it was there, but the Super, I mean, the season is so long. And I'm not saying that it, it, he needs to perform all season in order to, to get my respect as a starting quarterback and get my buy in from it. But he is an upgrade from the quarterback position that we have right now, but he has to come in and earn that locker room still. Right now, the locker room on Twitter is completely. You know, looking at him like, whoa, you just came in and got overpaid and you think you're that good, and you've got personalities on this team and personalities on this locker room that he's gonna have to maintain and manage.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like from the quarterback position, especially, it's just a different dynamic when it comes to walking in the locker room with the ring. I just think it's a different dynamic. And I again, I'm not like an ex-NFL player or something. I can't really speak to that, but uh, Derek, you kind of like <laughs> sympathize with my standpoint in the least that that coming in with the Super Bowl ring from the quarterback position where that's traditionally treated as like the leader of the team in some essence, that that does add a little bit more weight to it. It does, and he's
1: going to instantly gain the respect of his teammates, but can he lead a team on, a, on for a whole season? And I think he can. Now, also there's the, the fact that there's other things we'll get into in a second as far as the offense, but let me let me. Uh, I'm gonna jog some memories back here. There's a quarterback back in the early '90s that won a Super Bowl with the Giants by the name of Jeff Hostetler. No. You guys remember that name? Nope. <laughs> okay, no, you don't remember Jeff Hostetler. He nope. came in for Phil Simms. Okay, Phil Simms got hurt, hurt. The Giants went on a Super Bowl run, and he he won he won a Super Bowl for him. I think it was the uh, the year that Buffalo missed the field goal. Anyway, he still won a Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, is he? Is you know, it can happen, and he did okay as a quarterback in the NFL. He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he he did okay. Nick Foles isn't the savior, is he? The twenty two million dollar savior? Unfortunately, yeah, he is. But at the end of the day, it's better than what we have, right? And so. I
0: guess that's what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying that he's the savior or that this automatically means that we're going to win the Super Bowl or anything crazy like that. But I'm saying if you're going to spend the money and you're going to invest in a new quarterback for the foreseeable future, and you're looking at it from a risk perspective, I feel more comfortable with Nick Foles with his recent history than I would with any random quarterback we draft in the first round or one of the lower tier quarterbacks, like the Teddy Bridgewater type guys who arguably, yes, you're spending a lot less money But at the same time, there's a heck of a lot less you're going off of. Than even Foles with just his two seasons with Philadelphia and the success. Plus, they've had.
2: got to show that they want to actually come to Jacksonville. I mean, if you're in a free agent, it's completely different with a trade. With a trade, you know, you're kind of at the team's mercy on where you go. As as far as a, a, a unless you're Antonio Brown, or uh, <laughs> but I mean, it, you know, you're kind of at your your team's mercy when it comes to a trade. But with a free agency, you've got to have to identify a spot and identify a place where you want to go. I it, Foles. Sacking up and saying, you know what, hey, I want to go and play in Jacksonville. I want to go ahead and lead a team. I think it's a little bit more uh, than the money aspect. I think it was more of the opportunity to have a shot as a starting quarterback and being the man again. And, you know, he's got to look at the opportunity that he has here. There's no weapons really on offense. I mean, you, you know, your, your your best receiver is is D.D. Westbrook right coming off of, you know, last season is D.D. Westbrook. Uh, you have Marquise Lee, um, you know, it, the verdict is still out on Fournette. Uh, you know, no tight end. So these are, he's leaving essential pieces that he had in Philly um, besides the running back position. You know, he had uh, a very good. Uh, tight end and Zach Ertz, he had a very uh, good receiving core, which is, you know, above average in what we have here as well. So he is taking himself out of a uncomfortable situation because he could have easily just said, you know what, I'm going to continue to play the backup role here behind Wentz. He's the man. He gets hurt. I come in. I do my six or seven, you know, seven game jig, and then I, I get paid again. You know, so either he was going to get paid this season or next season, in my opinion, uh, you know, with him staying there. But him going and, and, and putting himself out there and coming to a team that has, you know, an opportunity to, you, you know, only go up. I You know, that's got to be that's got to be a win in my book. That's got to be a positive, you know, right there. Right. Just identifying that you want to come to Jacksonville with the offense being in such a, you know, just shambles that it's in right now.
0: Yeah, that's like the one part, by the way. Derek, I'm curious what you think about this. And you guys kind of alluded to this being the next topic. But, um, I mean, even if Foles turns out really well, Not even just from the standpoint of like the signing, you know, liking the signing and everything, but is it going to matter if we don't have the supporting cast around him? In other words, like, are our receivers in any way comparable to what he had in Philadelphia? And I don't follow the other teams that well, so you guys can tell me, but was he set up pretty well in Philadelphia compared to how he is here? I mean, he had Alshon, okay. He he had Alshon Jeffrey, uh,
1: Nelson Aguilar. A uh, couple of good tight ends, you know, the world at running backs. The, the problem is that people don't understand is, you know, they, they played the Patriots, and yeah, they, they wore them out. No excuse. Yeah, I know Malcolm Butler, you know, got set down, and he probably would have made it a better game, but the Philadelphia defense came to play that day. Okay, they were ready. All right, the offense just was the benefit of very good field position and some turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's why they won that game. It wasn't the Philly offense was good, but their defense was outstanding. That's why they won that game. So when you look at Foles and what he's done in recent years when he's played well, the offense they've run is, you know, they call it, people call it RPO. They got all these fancy names. You got all the armchair guys and all the fans trying to get involved. It's just a hybrid West Coast offense. It's the same stuff that Kansas City runs. Andy Reid kind of adapted it when he had Michael Vick because, you know, Michael Vick was such a threat to run, but now he's got better a better quarterback to make it even more elusive. And that's what Nick Foles ran. So we're going to take a power running team with an offense like the old Utah Jazz that's basically pick and roll, and we're going to turn them into a Phil Jackson triangle offense, which, people, that means it's based on reads and a lot of complication. With no right side of the offensive line, D.D. Westbrook is the only receiver we have. No tight end. And a running back that is working out in Wyoming and screams bug a nation every day. He's hand. working
2: out in Wyoming to I work don't on so. Kanye's new album. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he really so, in Wyoming? Yeah, he's uh, in Wyoming. What's in Wyoming? It's like a training High, He's higher, finding higher, himself. He's team. probably going to come higher back alpha. with a head full of hair. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He up
1: there with Ricky I Williams.
2: I, I think it's a little bit more than okay. So, draft coming up right now. So, you know, in my opinion, it's either offensive line or Devin White, um, you know, from there. And then you start building the pieces around Foles. You have to get the pieces around there for him to make him, you know, for, for you to get your true value out of him, or you're wasting your money. The next move has gotta be, you know, something offensive-minded in order to keep weapons around him. I mean, injuries, you can't account for injuries. Injuries stink, they happen to everybody. Um, you know, that that's just your luck of the draw if your team gets bitten by the injury bug. But you're you're also talking about a guy that if he has the pieces around him, he dismantled the the Vikings in the playoffs. L- dismantled them to go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely destroyed them. So if you have those pieces and you have that talent around you, the, the thing, can it can be there. I mean, my my stick with him being, you know, six or seven games, you know, only, uh, you know, last year, uh, you know, Wentz goes down late in the season as well. That That's a knock on him that I have. I mean, but hopefully this year we can kind of fix that only if you get the right offensive weapons and offensive pieces around him. Everyone's coming back on from injury. So you got the entire left side, you know, Cam Robinson will be back. Hopefully they do something in the draft, uh, you know, with the, with the right side, um, you know, to, to, to piece up, to sew that up with Norwell. And then you go out and you, you gotta get some ballers. You gotta do something. You gotta get a tight end, maybe, you know, uh, second, third round, something like that. If you don't go, you, you just gotta build the pieces. You gotta bring them around. Them.
1: Yeah, you do, and he's got to have those weapons. The defense has to be better. It's it's a toss up, man. It's really a toss up. Me personally, my own opinion, which you know doesn't mean two cents. I don't like it. I don't like the philosophy. So what do you think? Like so what one. do you propose they would have done? Do you do you what 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 what, what do they've done? You know, that's I'm not saying there, there was no other, there was no other option. There was no other option. Okay, we're not getting Dwayne Haskins, first of all, and 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 he's you know everyone's saying he's the next it you know people out there that said you know look what uh, Patrick Mahomes is doing in Kansas City and oh people call that and whatnot. You're forgetting one thing about that guys, Andy Reid. Okay, Andy Reid. We don't have Andy Reid. We have Joe DiFilippo, the QB coach, when Philly's offense was was cooking. Okay, we don't have the offensive coordinator. We have the QB coach. So what does that amount to? Who knows? Oh, and another thing. That's probably the reason why it took so long to announce him. Because they were probably trying to talk the Foles through Filippo, who technically wasn't a Jags coach yet, to see if he would be on board and coming here. So maybe that's why the Jags delayed in announcing that or even hiring him as a coach.
0: But yeah, that whole thing with like Haskins becoming the next Mahomes, though, that's like, Totally, a case of recency there's bias. No way. There are but two no, different what I mean?
2: There are two different quarterbacks. Two different yeah. athletes. There's no way that Haskins can do the same thing that um, that Mahomes can do. And the same, likewise with Mahomes. I'm pretty sure there's some throws that Haskins can make accurately that he can't make. But you know that that's that's how people start comparing comparing athletes. Yeah, but
1: the one thing you can compare with that is the coaching. Okay, the coaching, the offensive coaching in Kansas City is far superior than what twenty nine, thirty teams in the league, right? There's probably only two or three teams in the league that have you know just as much of an offensive mind as Andy Reid does, if not more. So you can't you can't look at. It. I hate it when that happens because you just can't you can't do that. Basically, we need to make sure that that offensive line is sewn up and we get a free safety. I mean, LaMarcus Joyner just went to the Raiders, so you can count him out. I think Tyron Matthew is still out there, but he's a no, head he's kick. gone.
2: He got, he got, he got. Uh, he, let he let go,
1: let go, go. of te- Yeah. Um, but I who, can't recall it, but yeah, he, he's picked up.
0: I just saw his name.
1: So, there, there's gaps that we need to fill. I just said, I don't like it, though. I, I don't like it because we had to give a guy, yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but we had to give a guy $22 million that hasn't played 16 games In the league, and he's been in the league for eight years. Um, Tyron Matthew went to the Chiefs, by the way. Okay. So, he's been in the league for eight years, and he hasn't played 16 games. And we gave him $22 million. Now, granted, we gave someone $16 million who has played in the league 16 games, and (laughs) he didn't do a dang thing. So. But, you know, it works out both so ways, but I just don't it, like it. I don't like it. It, it seems that, like the, the general office
2: consensus to a lot of folks uh, is that they like the signing, but they don't like the money. Right. So everyone is, is everyone's biggest complaint yeah. is the money. So, I mean, we're, we're talking. Everyone thought he was going to get maybe 17, 18, you know, 19 million a year. We paid him 22 million. Um, you know he's he's got twenty two million against the you know the the cap hit I think, but uh, is is it twenty two million a year that he's gonna be making or some something like that? Yes, 20, four
1: years, twenty two
2: million with fifty. So that four guarantee. years, like eighty million with twenty. So he averages out to like twenty two million a year or something. I'm pretty sure people will fact check us on Twitter about it. But yeah, four years. Somebody's gonna fact check us years, on Twitter about it, and you know I'll I'll stand corrected. But my point is is that you're. Seventeen, eighteen 17, 18 was a number and we ended up paying him 22 and people are losing their mind over the money. You Like that, that doesn't make sense to me. I, if if you're losing your mind over four or $5 million, if, if your number was 18 and you know, he, he's up to 22 now, it's $4 million. Uh, You know, that, that, that is over. Okay. W- what did you expect? I mean, you know, you have to pay him starting quarterback money. You have to pay him money. You have to put that money up out there. And welcome to free agency. People are getting. Enormous contracts right now that shouldn't even be getting paid like that. I mean, you look at the box safety that just got, or, le- or not, le- was it Landon Collins that just got broke off? Uh, a middle linebacker yeah. just got paid. I'm sorry. I'm not good with names and, and can throw all these different names. Yeah. He just got, C.J. He Mosley. Off. so no one's complaining about those, but you're complaining about a quarterback that you, that you quote unquote overpaid and that we were in our own bidding war. We, we have to pay him. You have to invest the money into somebody that you think is going to be good. You have to go ahead and put that financial that put that yeah, financial phone up, saying, "Hey, we're paying you this amount of money. You bring another Super Bowl ring here." But we're getting ready to have so much dead money on our cap. Doesn't matter if he of, if he goes up if, he, if if Foles takes this team and goes to nine wins, not even a Super Bowl, nine wins, ten win season. People are gonna just lose their mind over it. They're going to lose their mind. Not sure. even going. What, what? can he do
1: that? can he do that with Marquise Lee and D.D. Westbrook? He need and Keelan. That's a what Tied I'm scared in. of. <laughs> he, he,
2: he literally needs a tight. We need a tight end.
1: Kitty, 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 do that. And with an offense that's so basic. That now you know it's apparently going to be opened up, and they're going to put all kind of wrinkles in it. We're going to see all this new thing. It's,
0: is that though? It's got to be opened up. It's like, got to be opened up.
1: No, they, they they have to. That's what that's what like, Foles strength is. I know, but If they try to pull that same crap they did last year. It's not going to work. You can't they, you can't run him power. The up. offense he was dumb
2: down out. because of the decision making of the previous quarterback. That's why. That's why. I mean, yeah. we we even we even tried to put in Kessler. But you still have the we other 10 guys. We tried to put in Kessler and try to open up the off Bro, we were watching the games sometimes and we saw it. All three watching the games and we watched every Jaguar snap possibly and then as soon as Kessler comes in, they start running different plays that they had not ran all year long because of his throwing ability. And his decision making.
1: Yeah, but you still have to say you still have the other 10 guys especially the skill position guys who drop balls. Who don't run correct routes, and when you're doing a timing
2: offense like Nick Foles is accustomed to doing, everything is maybe he comes in and whisks his Super Bowl ring and Jedi mind tricks everyone and to 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 catching balls.
0: That's what I'm banking on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't. I mean, I've said it a hundred times. I don't really know, you know, the X's and O's aspects of it. But I did read something today that Foles. Was more acclimated in Philadelphia to an offense that was based primarily out of the shotgun. And then I guess Leonard Fournette is not the type of running back for that type of offense. So, how do you kind of because he's downhill? That's what I mean. So, how do you sort of like, you know, obviously, Coughlin and company have have kind of like developed the offense around being a run first team, Marone, etc. And then you bring in a guy who's not acclimated to that. So then what's the plan now? I mean, it does seem kind of complicated You got to roll with the punches it? or get out of town.
2: That's, that's pretty much what's going to happen. If, if this blows up in their face, the current regime is gone. Gone. Like, you, you, I mean, what you're really asking them to do right now is you're taking a run first team and run first heavy offense and, and invest in what they did last year. They invested in Norwell to, to, to run the ball. They, you know, they invested in the right guard to, to run the ball a little bit more. Um, they bought back, quote unquote, the fullback position because they wanted to run the ball. You know what I mean? So now we're making another change and another wrinkle. And, uh, Filippo is now the offensive coordinator. And now we're doing a completely, Different install, different playbook, and you know, you really have to adjust or go. That's that's what it's coming down to. I mean, Caldwell's boy is out of town right now, or as of tomorrow, he'll be gone. So, there's no marriage meant right there between the, the, the quarterback and the GM. My whole thing is, and another thing too that I'm worried about also, um, is. How is Caldwell going to set this franchise up? Is it is it one of those things where he's looking towards the future, or is he is this Nick Foles deal like a last ditch like panic button? I mean, he had no choice but to to to, to bring in another quarterback. But is this something where he's just like, yeah, we'll give him the twenty two million right now for three years? I'm not going to be here next year anyway, so figure it out.
0: Well, how old is Nick Foles, by the way? Thirty. He's only thirty. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would consider that to be probably a long term decision. Well. Yeah, I mean it it just I I don't know.
1: I, I'm uh I'm still just just fifty just fifty fifty. I'm I'm really torn. I just don't think that uh you know, so much money and then the philosophy, but we'll see. Uh it's really weird because you look at you know you're gonna go back to the Super Bowl and you know offensively there they, they they played so well you know when he got in when Wentz got hurt and then you get to the Super Bowl and you know they jumped on the Patriots uh, Patriots just seemed like they didn't want to play that day but you can't let's not even think about that in in, in the past let's look at what we have as a, a team and I don't think we have to skill guys to do it and i don't think a bunch of rookies are going to just come in here and light it up either. So we're going to find out pretty quick what we're all about, you know, and if first four games through the season if they're not two and two, two there's a problem. Two and two.
2: Shooting for, shoot, shooting yeah. for 500 out of the first two? two first first four games <laughs> high expe- high expectations. Hey, hey, man.
1: Hey, man. Hey, we we were three and one, and we had high expectations, and then we proceeded to lose like eight straight, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I did see today. Did you guys see on Twitter the guy who converted his Bortles jersey into a Coles oh, that jersey?
2: That's t- the amount of time, <laughs> the amount <laughs> oh, of time geez. that it takes to, uh, to to put something like that together, man. That's just. All right. So, yeah, speaking of Twitter, um, you know, we we, we put up a, a quick question the other day, you know, when we all but knew that the Foles deal was going to go down. And just basically, you know, let's hear it. What do you guys think about the Foles deal? So um, we've got JB Miller 26. Maybe the plan is to blow the bank for Foles and then grab some AAF players. <laughs> I uh, was, that was, that 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 was, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's not, before. um, one, uh, who is this? Sean, um, at Sean, uh, L E S Sean Lesky, I guess. Uh, I need to get better at reading these Twitter names, but, um, felt like the Jags ripped out the soul of my unborn kid and even grandkids. <laughs> it hurts so bad for oh, the Come price. on. Was Dave Caldwell and Tom bidding for each other, uh, against each other. So, um, again, more, more of the stuff we're reading Hate the price, too expensive, panic deal. Uh, I'm trying to find the positive, man. And I found it with, um, I think this guy's name is Johnny Two Barrels. Everyone wanted a quarterback. Apparently nobody wants to uh, pay for one, though. Welcome to the NFL QB market. Um, You know, that's pretty much, you know, the way and and the name of the game. And uh, much more memes of shock (laughs) to to David Caldwell. So there we go.
0: I I don't know. I just... uh... I feel like sometimes and this I think comes along with social media just in general is that everybody's inclined to have outrage about like every single decision or anything that happens essentially so yeah I think we need to kind of like yeah. ramp it down a little bit they,
1: they just need to get pieces around him I don't care what they do hey, look at the Cleveland Browns so we're, we're recording this episode now, and the Cleveland Browns have. Uh, Obj. Uh, they have Earl they Thomas. Team. Uh, they, yeah, they, they you know Jarvis Landry's already there. They actually got a decent tight end. David and name right now. Uh, they picked up yeah. They picked up Kareem Hunt, who'll probably serve an eight game suspension, and you know people don't want him to play, but he's definitely going to play. Uh, and they already have Nick Chubb plus Baker Mayfield. Cleveland wants to win, and they're winning now. So, but they have the cap room to do those types of things. We don't because of mismanagement by our GM. So we'll see how it works out. We'll see how it works out. I, I want Foles to succeed, but I just don't think we have enough around them. unless you know Keelan Cole starts making one-handed catches again, and and um, and Marquise Lee doesn't play like Marquise Lee. Plays.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, e- there was one tweet that I really liked uh, that commented on that, that post, uh, JK3. Jonathan Ferris, because it's like the most reasonable response. He says, not sure. We will have to wait and see how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that because it's like, that's like the most reasonable thing I've ever seen on social media. So I actually want to give him props for that. I'm not sure. You know, I'm just not sure. We're just going to have to see how it works, and he'll do his best. <laughs> so I like I like that. That's actually good. Um, so so with all this,
1: here's a question. Who are we going to get to actually play right guard and right tackle? Anybody? Any free agents out there? We're going to play a rookie? Uh,
0: I can't quite say. This I mean, so, we, so to be honest with you.
2: again, and a couple years back, we or maybe like two years ago, I was, you know, stuck on Cam Robinson being the, uh, you know, being the the book in left tackle. I believe, you know, in the draft right now, you know, w- with Norrell being there on the right side, uh, you know, as a guard that can help him out. You get Linder back as well. Um, I think the right side of the line, that's kind of where I mean, in this in this day in the NFL, you know, you've got. Elite pass rushers coming from both sides. So I'm not even going to say that, but I think the right side is probably the best side to have a learning curve on. You definitely don't want a fresh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, side on the, on the, on the left side. I think you want that's your more, more sturdier side, but I mean, man, they'll, they'll figure out something in the draft. They got to, I mean, the, the, the offensive linemen just signed that huge, uh, huge contract. Trent, uh, is it Trent Brown or Trent something? He, he just, he, he just signed a huge contract. Yep. So, I uh, I don't know. You can't block, you can't throw,
1: you can't run. So, you can't do that. That's right. <laughs> another another thing too is, um, so if Bortles does get traded, and this is from overthecap.com, this isn't official. I don't know how official these, these numbers are and how accurate they are. If he gets cut before June 1st, 16.5 in dead money, owed 6.5, whatever it may be in base salary. If he gets cut post June first, it's only 11 million in dead money. If he gets traded before June first, it's 10 million in dead money. And if he gets traded post June first, it's 5 million in dead money. And the lower the dead money, the higher the cap savings is. So who knows? You know, if he is getting released or whatnot. Um, if over the cap is right, you know they're not going to keep him till June first, obviously, but. There's, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be some dead money on the table, and I think that's the biggest thing. So we really, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and keep harping on the Foles contract. This is really more of why the hell did we give Blake Bortles sixteen and a half million dollars? Use my language.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but I guess we will find out possibly tomorrow if his um, gate code doesn't work anymore (laughs) in the building.
1: Hey, hey if, if he gets traded and he goes to like the Patriots and they win a Super Bowl next year. Speaking
2: of my, my <laughs> speaking of my coworker, uh, Chris, he called, you know, Bortles going to the Patriots like earlier in the year. I don't know. He I thought he was crazy, but he, he predicted some type type of weird, you know, trade scenario and his little magic eight ball seems like it's going to work. So, uh, yeah, Chris, uh, if you're listening, yep, that one's on you, buddy.
0: So talk to me, talk, talk me through that. Like, why is that a good fit for them? Like, are they going to just kind of just have him as a backup or are they using him as like the guy to potentially, it's a, it's a prep for the future. In their eyes, in their eyes, it's a backup with
1: game experience. Mm. That's probably going to be cheap. Yeah. And, you know, they could scheme around his weaknesses just long enough for them to win a game or two if, if Brady goes out. Okay. Emergency situations only. With his athleticism and everything. Yeah, and the fact that maybe they just – they might think that Jacksonville doesn't know what the heck they're doing. We'll get him, we'll coach him, we'll turn him into a winner. Hmm. If that happens, then, then we, we really know that we're <laughs> – Yeah,
0: well, I guess. I don't just, know. New England has a pretty good <laughs> – No, no, I, I don't – Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Huh, interesting. Well, I know this was uh, – Exciting news. I know people have varying opinions, but I do have to give the organization credit for at least putting it out there and just seeing if we can make it work. You know what I mean? Like, they're spending the money. They're trying to take a shot. Who knows if it'll work out, but, you know, at least we know the organization is trying to give it a shot and making it happen because, I mean, we we still are in that small window of time with the defense and everything to try to win a championship. And I think last year was will be kind of considered the outlier more than anything. I think we'll probably get back to where we were the year before, hopefully. Boy, you just renewed them season tickets, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. I did it. So that's the thing. I haven't yet. And I have ignored all the emails and phone calls. When is the deadline? I, I, I don't know. The, the hottest ticket in the NFL is going to be in Cleveland, so. Yeah. So I don't know, but... Um, no, I have not, but we'll see. I'm probably going to do one of the little small game packs yeah, or something yeah. this time. So, but um, anyway, uh, any other uh, thoughts that you guys wanted to share? Anything else going on? They do have a, a wrestling festival thing I saw like in downtown area coming up soon. Not the one that Tony Khan's involved with, but some other one. Hey, I just saw the,
1: uh, I, th- I sent this to you earlier and then somebody else. Uh, just messaged it, messaged it again, and uh, what did it say? LeBron's <laughs> going back to
0: Cleveland? <laughs> to play for LeBron? Oh, man! <laughs> yeah. I I read, well, I didn't just like read this on my own. I'm sure that everybody heard about this, but there were people that were saying that it would make sense for the Lakers to try to trade LeBron. I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, he's he, LeBron's... Uh, we 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 could start a whole other podcast just on how much of a bum I think LeBron, LeBron is.
0: Space Jam 2 is going to suck. <laughs> am, am I right? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. I guess we will go ahead and wrap it there, considering we're talking about the most random stuff now. Uh, check out that Michael Jackson documentary on HBO. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's crazy there also there also is a uh, documentary for my podcasting uh fanatics out there uh serial they turned that into a uh, the first season of serial they turned that into a documentary on hBO 2 so hBO's tearing it up um Anyway, so if you guys are on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating review. Jump on there. Preferably put some text in there. We always like the little funny reviews. Um, maybe if you have a hot take on how Alan Lazard's going to be a good target for Nick Foles, that'd be good to throw in there. We like those takes. Um, and then also I think we mentioned it on social media, but we're now on Spotify. So if you're a non Apple user and you don't want to use the SoundCloud app, which is not the greatest listening experience, uh, Spotify has a huge investment now into podcasting and their apps pretty good. So you can subscribe to us on there and see our new episodes on there. And it looks pretty cool too. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, we will... Uh, hopefully have some more, uh, news coming up here in the next week or so with some of the, uh, you know, Blake news and and everything else, but we will talk to you guys next time.